All right, let's start with the Nokar Mantra. Om Namo Arihantanam Om Namo Siddhanam Om Namo Ayariyanam Om Namo Vachayanam Namo Loe Savasahunam Eso Panchanamo Karo Salva Pava Panasano Mangalalancha Salvesim Paramam Havai Mangalam Paramam Havai Mangalam So prayers in our book are on page 14. So at the very beginning, it's a, in my book it's on page 14. It's after the table of contents. Who remembers why we pray? Peace of mind. Peace of mind. So that's correct. We do prayer to do sambar. Because if our mind is occupied with prayer, then we're not doing bad karma. That's one of the reasons. Who remembers another reason? We pray because we want to bring the qualities that we admire into our life and we want to bring those aspirations to the forefront of our mind. That way it reminds us that uh, we should be striving towards these qualities as we go through the day. That's why the best time to do the prayer is when? Morning. Morning. Right? Because if you do the prayer at night, then you go to sleep, you forget about it, and you don't comport yourself the way you want to comport yourself throughout the next day because you don't remember. And that's why the best way to do the prayer is mentally or verbally? Verbally. It's better to do it out loud than to just think it because you won't get interrupted and by activating more of your senses, specifically your hearing, um, you bring that reminder to the forefront in your mind more fully. It's because if you do mental prayer, it's much harder than verbal prayer because you'll get interrupted, your thoughts will interrupt you. Um, so that's why we pray. So I thought we could go over the prayers and go over what they mean, and then you could decide you know, which ones you like, uh, and then you know, try to incorporate those into your prayers. I think we all know about the Naraka Mantra. We talked about that quite a bit. Um, it's the most important one. I don't want to give it short shrift, but because it's the most important, we've discussed it quite a bit already. And so I thought we'd go over the other ones. Who remembers what we're supposed to think about when we pray? Think about or visualize. Uh, for Naraka Mantra, we do it for five uh, like Parihantacharyas. Right, so the bunch so Parmesti. So we visualize or we think about them for their right. characteristics. That's great. So that's a specific exam example for that one. And the more generalized uh, answer is we think about the what the words mean when we pray. Sure. That's the whole point of the prayer. If you recite the prayer, even verbally, it's possible to think about something else while you're reciting it verbally because you have it memorized. You've defeated the point of the prayer. Then uh, you're not, because you're not doing samvar 
and you're not doing any small amounts of nirjara you might be doing, and you're not bringing it to the forefront of your mind, and you're not going to remember it during the day. So what, what use of there is a prayer? We pray in order... Um, we should think about the words that we're saying and what those words mean while we pray. That's the answer. And that's the kind of the number one thing um, that we kind of forget or we lose track of. Hey, come on in. We're talking about why we pray and we're going to do some prayers. And we, uh, we remember that we pray to bring our aspirations to the forefront of our mind and that we're supposed to think of what the words mean as we recite the prayer. All right, so let's start with the first one. Ready? I want you guys to do it along with me. Chattari Mangalam, Arihanta Mangalam, Siddha Mangalam, Sahu Mangalam, Kevali Panato Dhammo Mangalam, Chattari Logutama, Arihanta Logutama, Siddha Logutama, Sahu Logutama, Kevali Panato Dhammo Logutamo, Chattari Sharanam Pavajami, Arihante Sharanam Pavajami, Siddhe Sharanam Pavajami, Sahu Sharanam Pavajami, Kevali Panatam Dhammam Sharanam Pavajami. So let's talk about the meaning. There are four auspicious entities in the universe. Okay, so now we have a, an immediate difference between the Nokar Mantra. We talk about the Panchvarmesti in the Nokar Mantra. Here we're talking about only four. The Arihants, the Siddhas, the Sadhus. So what's missing? Acharyas. Right, Acharyas and... Upadhyas, very good. Um, so if, if you prefer to leave those two out, then this might be the prayer for you. Um, the religion explained by the omniscient is auspicious. Four supreme entities in the universe. So now the second verse, we go from auspicious to supreme. We remember that not only are they auspicious, that they are supreme. Um, and then the third verse, uh, we take refuge in these four entities. So this is nice if, um, if you f have that feeling <coughs> where like, well, with the Nokar Mantra, you bow down to these people, right? But in this one, you re recognize that not only are they auspicious, they're supreme, but that if you take refuge in them, that your life will be all right. So it's a little bit different flavor of the Nokar Mantra. Thoughts on this one? Taking a refuge. So, what 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 we are talking about taking a refuge? It's powerful language, right? Yeah. When you say it, it reminds you that if you put your faith in these entities, come on in, that they will take care of you. That you take refuge in these entities, and they will take care of you, which is not correct, right? Because right. you put your faith in your ideas and your your thoughts, your words, and your actions. But if they are informed by these entities, then you will take care of yourself. Let's try the next one. Darshanam Deva Devasya 
दर्शनम पापनाशनम दर्शनम स्वर्गसोपानम दर्शनम मोक्ष साधनम the sight of the idol of the Lord. Okay, so immediately we're talking about something different. We're talking about idols, which is controversial, right? The God of all gods is the destroyer of all sins. Well, just like in the last one, that's not technically correct, right? You destroy your bad karma. But it is the sight of the idol that reminds you to be good and comport yourself the way you want to live your life. It is a step toward the heavens. That's true. And it is a means to the liberation of the soul. So here we're talking about, we're actually explicitly saying what the goal is. We all know the goal is the liberation of the soul. But that's not, in, that's not explicit in the Nokar Mantra. It's just assumed. You bow down to these entities because you want to liberate your soul. But it doesn't say that anywhere in there. And in Chattari Mangalam, it also doesn't say that. You just recognize these entities are auspicious, supreme, and you take refuge in there. So you'll like this one if you like to be reminded that, oh, what is the point? It is the liberation of the soul. And so this one is fairly powerful, right? I look at the image of the Lord. Let's say a Tirthankar. Let's say it's Mahavir. I look at the image of Mahavir. He destroyed all his sins. If I take that, that is a step in the right direction. And that is a step towards the liberation of my soul. So this one's pretty powerful. And it's also shorter, right? So if you like this, then you can try to memorize this. And when you memorize it, memorize the meaning too, right? We talked about it's useless if you don't think about the meaning of the prayer when you recite the prayer. And I sound like a broken record on this because I think a lot of people don't do that. <laughs> okay? I think that a lot of people... Uh, think about what they want or think about something else and have forgotten the meaning of the words. So I would encourage you to do that. Let's try the next one. Mangalam Bhagavan Avido Mangalam Gautama Prabhu Mangalam Stulibhadradya Jaina Dharmostu Mangalam Bhagavan Mahavir is auspicious. Okay, great. So instead of uh, you know, the Arihants are auspicious or the Tirthankars are auspicious. We're giving a name, right? We, if you like Bhagwan Mahavir, because he's the one that set up this latest iteration of the Jain Sangh, then this is the prayer for you. Ganadar Gautam Swami is auspicious. Who's Gautam Swami? First disciple, right? So that's when we go to Jain Storybook 202. And Gautam Swami is page 35. And Ganadars and Acharyas, right? So here we can learn about Gautam Swami and the stories of him. We got three, four pages on him. And then I can send, I can send out the PDF of this book to the group. Um, but that's where we can learn. So if you don't know, if you're interested in this prayer, and you don't, the reason we recite his name, hey, come on in. The reason we recite his name is because we want to remember the lessons of his life, right? And so, if this is the prayer for you, you want to know about him. Otherwise, you're just reciting the name of somebody you don't know, which is pointless. Okay, who is Acharya Stulipatra? He is two, two doors down from Gautam Swami. 
Um, you can see him, Acharya Stulibadra, page 47 in the 202 book. We can read about him, what he did. There's some nice pictures. We get four pages on his life. So if you don't know who he is, before you recite this prayer, it's imperative that you understand who he is. Acharya Stulibadra is auspicious, and then the Jain religion is auspicious. So here, the difference between this prayer and the previous three or four that we've talked about is that we're naming names, right? So, and that's great. You know, people learn things differently. Some people like to have a name and a face and a story about a life they can think about. So instead of saying, the Tirthankars are auspicious, or I bow down to the Tirthankars, we're saying, Mahavir Swami is, because I know about his life, I know him, I know, kind of know what he looks like. And we're saying, Gautam Swami is auspicious. There's different lessons in his life that I like and that I appreciate and I want to be reminded of. Um, so that's the reason that you might choose this prayer to memorize and memorize the meaning. And if you don't know, learn about these people. And then this prayer is a shortcut to bring that, bring all of that into your life in the morning so you live your life the way you want to. Okay, let's try the next one. Mangalam Bhagavana Viro Mangalam Gautamagani Mangalam Kunda Kundaryo Jaina Dharmostu Mangalam So a lot like the last prayer, we invoke the name of Bhagavan Mahavir we invoke the name of Gautam Swami, but here, instead of Acharya Stulibhadra, we invoke the name of Acharya Kunkun. Who's Acharya Kunkun? As you might have guessed, he's right after Acharya Stulibhadra in the 202 book. So if you don't know who he is, you can look at this book, and then you will know who he is. And so... Uh, it's just a personal preference, right? Maybe you like the lessons of Acharya Kunkun more than the lessons of Acharya Stulibhadra. Then, and I'm sure you can, there's nothing, there's things that are sacred about these words, but it's just remember why they're there. There's nothing sacred about you can not say this and you can say this. If you want to replace Gautam Swami with Kunkun and then do Mahavir, then Stulibhadra, then Kunkun, and then Jain religious is suspicious, you can do that, right? You make it work for you. Don't think that these are set in stone or whatever. You make the prayer work for you. Okay, let's try the next one. Arahanto Bhagavantra Indra Mahita Siddhascha Siddhistita Acharya Jinasasanodatikara Puja Upadhyayaka Shri Siddhan Satupataka Munivara Ratnanadayadaka Panchayate Parameshtinam Pratidinam Kurvantu Mangalam Kurvantu Mangalam Okay, so this one is longer. So if you have more time in the morning, let's say you allotted yourself 30 minutes, then these first three are not going to do it for you. So that's great. This one's longer. It's got a different tune. So let's think about the meaning. 
the omniscients who have been worshipped by heavenly gods, the liberated souls who are the siddhas, the heads of the religious order who reinforce the fourfold order established by the jinas. So already we're getting more of the story, right? Well, we, we were supposed to think of that when we said namo um, arihantanam, but now we're realizing why, right? Because they are the fourfold order established by the jinas. We were supposed to know that in the previous prayer, but now it's making it explicit, right? We're actually saying that. The revered Upadhyas, so previously we just said, just invoke the name of the Upadhyas, but now we're invoking why. Well versed in the scriptures, oh, that's why I'm supposed to be bowing down to the Upadhyas. And the saints, this, uh, which means the sadhus and sadhvis, who are also the followers of the true path of liberation. May all these five auspicious entities bestow blessings upon you every day. <coughs> so as I mentioned, the reason we would prefer this prayer over another prayer is because we get that additional flavor of why are we bowing down to these people? Oh, I need to be reminded because the Tirthankars did this, the Upadhyas did this, the Sadhus and Sadhvis did this. That's part of the prayer. So maybe if you like that, then maybe this is the prayer you decide you want to incorporate into your everyday life. Uh, and the goal here is to memorize one of these and the meaning of one of these. You get to decide which one and uh, incorporate that into your life. So thoughts on this one or any of the other ones that we've sung so far. Which ones are you leaning towards? So everybody knows the Nokar Mantra. Which one are you leaning towards memorizing and incorporating into your life? It's very hard to remember the meaning. Honestly, it's very hard to right. remember the meaning. We can remember probably by repetition of the prayer. Right. So it'll take some study. It will take some study. So pick a short one. <laughs> pick a short one at first. <laughs> All right, let's try the next one. Adimam Pridvinata Madimam Nishparigraham Adimam Tirtanatam Cha Vishabhaswami Namastuma Okay, so here we're invoking another specific name. We adore Lord Rishabdev. Who is Lord Rishabdev? First Tirthankar, very good. Who was the first king? Who was the first to renounce all his possessions, everything? And who was the first Tirthankar? So if you prefer, for whatever reason, you know, if you prefer Lord Rishabdev to Lord Mavir Swami, perhaps this is the one you you um, you would decide to work on. And was Lord Rishabdev the first or not the first? First in this cycle. Exactly, he was the first in this cycle, the first out of these 24. And there were 24 before that and 24 before that, and there's going to be 24 after this, 24 after that, right? Um, so he was the first in this cycle. That's right. Okay. Um, I don't know this next one. Anybody want to help me? <clears throat> Anybody want to help me lead this one? Sure. And I'll follow? Okay. No, 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 no. Above that one. Oh, okay. 
Okay, so welcome to the new people. We talked about earlier about the reason we do prayer is we want to bring the meaning of the prayer to the forefront of our mind. We're supposed to do it in the morning. We're supposed to do it out loud. And most importantly, we're supposed to think about the meaning of the words when we recite the prayer. That is the whole reason we do the prayer. And if you're not thinking about the meaning of the words, if you're thinking about what you want for breakfast, if you're thinking about, I want safe travels, if you're thinking about, Lord, protect me from this thing, or if you're thinking about other things, that's all wrong. You're supposed to be thinking about the meaning of the prayer. And my challenge to you is to memorize the words and the meaning of one of the prayers that we went through and incorporate it into your life. So this one, Lord, I bow to you, the eradicator of misery of the three worlds. What are the three worlds? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they have very complicated names. Uh, sometimes they're called the upper world, the middle world, and the lower world. There are the heavenly world, the hellish world, and this world that we are in, which is in between the two. So if you choose this prayer, you'll want to be reminded about the structure of the universe. I bow to you the adorable ornament on the face of the earth. What does that mean? That is the fourth section of the world. The adorable ornament is the one on top. Uh, you know how the star goes on top of the Christmas tree? Siddhisila is the ornament on the very top of the world. That's the fourth section of the world. That's where the liberated soul lives. I bow to you, the Lord of the three worlds. Omniscient Lord, I bow to you, the destroyer of the sea of the life cycle. What does that mean? Life cycle, never ending right. birth and death cycle. Right. And if you follow him, right. notice that there's no name, right? right? Previously, we said if you like the names, you can pick Stuli Badra, you can pick Acharya Kunkun, but there's no name here. So if you, if you don't like names, which is fine, it's a preference of yours, then you can say, well, you're all the same. You know, I bow down to the lords who live, reside in Siddhasila. And if you want to be reminded that there's a heaven and there's a hell, and if you want to be reminded that, well, the point is to get rid of your good karma and your bad karma, and that this is, the middle world is the only world from which we can ascend to the fourth ornament, the ornament of, you know, it's beautiful language, right? An adorable ornament of the world. It reminds you that it's a beautiful place to be and that this is not a beautiful place to be. So if you like those different ideas, if you like that kind of flavor, then choose this one. Comments so far? Okay, let's go to the next one. Vira Sarva Sura Surendra Mahito Viram Buddha Samshita Vire 
The learned take refuge in Lord Mahavir, again the refuge idea which we talked about. The aggregate of his own karmas has been uprooted by Lord Mahavir's. So once again, instead of merely invoking the name and saying you bow down to him, we learn why, what, why are we bowing down to him? Because he got rid of his own karma and we should aspire to the same. I always bow down to Lord Mahavir, very worshipful. This is the Mahavir Sutra, by the way. So very worshipful of him. Um, this unparalleled tirth has been set up by Lord Mahavir. Lord Mahavir's austerities were intense. So we're reminded of the stories, right? Uh, Mahavir is number one in the storybook. We're reminded of the times that he had nails put in his ears. We're reminded of the time that he got bitten by the snake. This line reminds us of those events of Mahavir's life. Um, collections of enlightenment, patience, glory, and grace rest in Mahavir. So here, the specific qualities we want to emulate. And, O Lord Mahavir, show me the path to, a plain, to attain bliss. So not only are we invoking his name, we're asking him for something. Is that right or wrong? Wrong, because he's not going to do anything for us. So why are we asking for it? Well, people like to do that. If you like to do that, you realize that you're invoking his name. This is very... So in spite of the... You know, as opposed to the previous one, this is a very adoring prayer, right? If you adore Mahavir, if he is like your favorite, top, top favorite Tirthankar of all time, choose this one. Um, and then, it, no, even though we will say this, know that Mahavir will not do anything for you. He will, it, directly, he will do something for you indirectly. That is, if you think about him, you will change your own life. Now, is that him doing something for you? No, not directly. It's him doing something for you indirectly because you're changing your own life. Right? Who likes this one? A lot of people like this one. It's okay to like this one. Even though it's even though there are flaws in this one, which we discussed, it's okay to like this one. This is a very popular one. So nobody will fault you if you choose this one. And we know the most about Mahavir, right? Because he's the latest one. There we know like twice as much about Mahavir that we know about anybody else. So if you choose this one, there's a lot to think about. Uh, there's a lot to think about his life and to be reminded of the lessons of his life. And it's fine because he's our latest one. He's our guy, right? He's our guy in a way that Rushabdev is not our guy. Rushabdev was some other people's guy. And so Mahavir is our guy. So it's fine to like this one. Who's going to pick this one? It's a little bit longer, but... The tune is a little bit different, so it's a little bit easier to remember. But remember, 
you have to memorize the meaning too. You can't just memorize the words. All right, let's try the next one. All troubles disintegrate. The shackles of obstacles break. The mind achieves a blissful state wherever and whenever the Lord Jineshvars are worshipped. So this is a really motivating one, right? This is like nothing can stand in my way. As long as I do this, I'm going to get everything I want. Not, all obstacles are going to be broken. This is like a real like, going to want to go work out after this, you know? Right? This is a real like, I want to do some nirjara after this one. So if you find yourself not... If you find yourself procrastinating, being lazy, not doing the nirjara or the tap that you want to do, you want to make part of your life, choose this one. This is a, uh, you can, this is kind of like a fast paced one. This is like, you know, get up and go type prayer in, in a way that's not, you know, adoring or, oh, I bow down or, oh, I take refuge. You know, this is like obstacles are going to be broken. Like we're going to do something here. So I like this one. Anybody going to choose this one? Sure. I think of this like in the horror movies. <clears throat> uh -huh. show the, you show cross and the audience. <laughs> and then go right. <laughs> right. This is like that. And so, so kind of talking about the themes we've talked about today. So we're not invoking anybody's name here, right? Um, we're not invoking, uh, we're not, this is, as we discussed, this is a little bit more active. Okay, let's do the next one. Shiva Mastu Sarva Jagataha Parahita Nirata Bhavantu Bhutakana Dosa Prayantu Nasham Sarvatra Sukhi Bhavantu Loka May the entire universe attain bliss. May all beings be oriented to the interest of others. Let all faults be eliminated, and may people be happy everywhere. So immediately what jumps out at me is, we're not talking about I bow down to you, we're not talking about I do this, or I'm going to break these obstacles. It's everybody. So choose this one if you are concerned. You know, as we discussed, Jainism, I said it was a selfish religion. That's the wrong word. You're just thinking about your soul. But choose this one if you're worried about everybody, if you're worried about the world, if you think that the world, that Jainism has something to offer for the world, the entire universe, all beings, all faults, happy everywhere. Okay, so choose this one if you have got that in your soul, that kind of preference or that kind of thing in your soul where you think that these values are for everybody. So this is a, definitely a different flavor and different people will pick this one as opposed to the previous one where all obstacles are going to break. You know, This one is everybody be happy. Comments on this one. Who's going to choose this one? This is definitely a different character than the other one.
Okay, let's do the last one. Kame mi salvajive, salvajiva kamantume, mitime salvabuesu, veramajangakeni. I forgive all souls. Let all souls forgive me. I am on friendly terms with all. I have no animosity towards anybody. So now here we get a combination, right? It's I and everybody. In every of these, in each one of these three sentences. It's I and everybody. And what is my relationship to everybody? And what is everybody's relationship to me? So this is kind of the combination of the previous two. Um, so choose this one if you like to think about that. If you like to think, well, the reason the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing, that I'm on the path to liberation, and if you want to be reminded that he's on his path to liberation, and that living being is on its path to liberation, and that if you want to be reminded that we, every being has a soul, right? Then choose this one. And this one's short, right? Um, so you may choose this one because of that. So comments or questions on any of those. And we can talk about any one that you want. Um, if you thought so of a general question. So in the morning when you're uh, uh, helping kids with bakshal and all, are you reciting a prayer or it's some um, uh, sutra? Yeah, that's the bakshal uh, sutra. Bakshal uh, yeah. sutra. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. No, and and uh, after, I mean, I'm, again, so as far as puja is concerned, I I think just recently I've started a lot doing the puja, but I don't know the proper vidhi. I mean, I know the you know the way you do the puja and all that. Uh -huh. But then, I mean, uh, in my family there are uh, more religious you know people who know a lot about the mantras and all. So I don't know about what they are chanting. I mean, I, all I know is uh, Navuka mantra then Kamasno. Maybe a little bit of now, like since I've been coming to this uh, to the Jain center. I've, uh, known uh, a little bit of uh, Loga Sutra and other. Yeah. But again, you know, when they, uh, just recalling like when I was in India and I started doing the pujas with my family. So after the uh, the puja is uh, done, when we are done with that, then they start with, uh, I think, Devas, uh, Devasram, right? Chaitanam Devasram. Yeah, so that's, that's the beginning of Chaitanya Devandana or? Darshan no, Devandana, it's in the Darshan Vidhi. Mm -hmm. So, I, I know this Darshan Vidhi because of the part I was teaching kids and we had, we recited. So, so in the, when you enter the Dirasa, mm -hmm. there is a way we say Nishihi, Nishihi, As soon as, I mean, there are three different Nishihi and the, each of them has many meaning mm -hmm. for it. Then there is three Pradakshinas yeah. that we do. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, correct me if I'm uh, in the wrong order, but after that, there is a darshan, darshan on Deva Deva Shyam. Mm -hmm. Then there is Arti Mangar Devo. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Kamashna. Mm -hmm. And you do Kamashna. And then you go to the Rasar. And one of there is mm -hmm. the darshan on Deva Deva Shyam and Avyosharne uh, Tumara Jain Varankarajo. So there are, yeah, there are all these different prayers uh, that we, we have incorporated mm -hmm. in a different times mm -hmm. and different. Uh, things as we yeah. do. Now, just for, as you ask this question, I think a lot of people have this question in the mind. So on March 28th, we are doing a Shibir, mm -hmm. and it's uh, about 10 to 12, two hours, when we will explain 
how to do puja and we meaning there there's at least we have two or three people who will be explaining this mm-hmm. what to do why do we do puja first yeah. how do how should we do it and and uh, what is the proper way the right? proper, proper way of doing way it so that that's the mm-hmm. the shiver we're going to uh, have on march 28th and so the reason we do puja is because it's even easier um than verbal prayer and that we are now using our body it's a physical manifestation of prayer so when people pray in the mind they don't realize that they're starting out with the hardest part okay because it's so easy if you sit down and you just pray in your mind so easy to get distracted it's harder to get distracted when you verbally recite the words and think about the meaning and it's even harder to get distracted when you're physically doing a puja so we should start with the puja and then so quote unquote graduate to verbal prayer and then quote unquote graduate to sitting still and doing it in the mind but we don't do that we do it the opposite way we start with the hardest part and then try to learn the easier parts right so that's the reason we do puja because it's easier it's a physical manifestation of prayer and guess what we do it we do even we attract even less karma we're performing more samvar when we start with the puja, right? Because then uh, we're using our actions to not do anything else that we could be doing, any kind of violence. Yeah. One general comment about the prayer. I, uh, when I was in Saudi Arabia, I saw Muslims. Uh, they have this uh, namaj that they do three times a day. Right. Five, 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 oh, five times a day, right? Sorry. So five times a day. On top of that, I, I was sharing office with one of the, the locals there, and what he would do I've noticed he had a phone, it was a very heated conversation, and right after that he had a nokarari of theirs, mm-hmm. he'd pull it out, he'll count it, calm himself down, put it back, and he's, he's going to go to his work. Mm-hmm. Right. So these prayers can be effective in that way as well. I mean, if we can do it, and one thing, it, the, one, one thing I liked about that religion is they are not, I mean, I would say, I wouldn't say ashamed or of using nokarari or going to do prayers five times a day. Mm-hmm. They will do it, and they will. I mean, they feel yeah. proud about it. Yeah, yeah, and they feel proud about it. Imagine us. I mean, pulling out a nokarwari and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and counting is yeah, like even in the airports and all you'll see people. You know, just yeah, just, uh, in the parking lot people. Parking lot, yeah, yeah if the time comes, they will do the namaz right there. Right, and that is a societal implementation of mindfulness. Right, right. they're forced mm-hmm. to be mindful because well. The religion says do it, but then society is telling you to do it as well, and they've made it easy, right, for the society to do that, right? And so, you know, I'll tell you what happens to me, right? So, you know, on Sunday, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, Jainism, rah, 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 you know, what are we going to do? And then, like, on Monday, it's, like, pretty good, and then, like, it slowly starts wearing off, right, you know? And then, like, by Thursday and Friday, I'm like... You know, not even thinking about it. And then, like, on Saturday and Sunday, I'm like, oh, yeah, Jainism, right? And then, like, it's like a shot you get, right? And then and then it kind of wears off by the end of the week. And then so you get another shot on Sunday, right? You take another dose of your medicine, right? But it's just taking the medicine more often, right? And that's what we need to do. That's how we need to live our life. That's why I'm asking you to memorize one different prayer. That's why I'm asking you to be mindful. That's why I'm asking you to do all these different things because... We want to take the medicine more often. <laughs> I think the one after knowing the meaning, which I did not know until now, I'm going to take the, I mean, no karmantra I know, uh, but I'm going to try to recite the last one. Because I think that's, 
that's really effective because a lot of things happens, a lot of karma we collect during our routines, our daily activity is, you know, different impressions in our mind. And I like about the forgiveness right. aspect of this and reminding ourselves that I'm friendly um, terms with all and I don't have any animosity uh, towards anybody. So I, I think I take that. Uh, that's, that's great. One to and so how long have you had the book? <laughs> so you could have known the meaning way before today, right? Two and a half years. <laughs> so that's how hard it is to open up the book when it's not on Sunday. I don't know where the book lives. Does it live on your shelf? Does it live on your in your desk? Where does the book live? But you could have had the meaning of this prayer if you had, up to page 16. You know, if you got to page 16, you could have done it. Um, but does anybody did anybody put their does anybody remember the goal sheet we filled out? Where did you put it? Is it still the background on your phone? Did you put it in some place you could see it? Oh, I'm I'm checking up on this goal sheet. You thought you thought I forgot about it. You all filled out a goal sheet. What happened to that? Anybody working towards those goals? That's how hard it is. <laughs> That's how hard it is to open the book. That's how hard it is to remember. These are goals that you said you wanted in your life. And that's why you should believe me when I tell you, you are a prisoner. You are a prisoner of your thoughts. You are a prisoner of society. You are the prisoner of a prison that you helped create. And that's why you should believe me when I tell you that. And that's why you should believe me when I tell you that this book is the way to get out of prison. And that all of society wants to keep you in a prison. And all of society is conspiring against you to not open this book in the middle of the week. That's all I have for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.